You know, life does hand us adversity from time to time. But God's mercy endures forever. Mercy, mercy, mercy. 88.1 WHOV welcomes you to the pastor's study. The pastor's study in your church or any church is a place where the pastor goes to collect his thoughts, hear from God, study God's Word, and develop ideas and thoughts on the direction the church needs to take in leading others to Christ. The pastor's study is where the road to salvation is paved, the mysteries of the Bible revealed. The pastor's study on WHOV is a talk show that allows you, the listener, to come inside to find out more about the ministries of the gospel in the area and the good works they're doing across the region, the nation, and the world. Now, here's your host, Pastor Kevin Swan of Ivy Baptist Church in Newport News. The pastor's study is now open to the public. So come on in and find out God's plan for your life and His people. Feel, we feel like the Jeffersons. We have moved up <laughs> to the east side. Got a new intro. Want to thank station manager Jay Lang for that wonderful new intro that we have for the show. Welcome to the Pastor Study. It's good to be back. Been off for the last uh, couple of weeks. Been on vacation. Had a much needed, much deserved uh, break. But it is certainly good to be back in studio with you. Thank you for taking time out of your schedule to listen to the show today. And uh, once again, if you're tuning in for the first time, this show is designed to talk about relevant issues that impact our community from a biblical perspective. And as always, we invite your phone calls to let us know how you feel about the topics that we discuss. And so we're, we're ready to jump in. I'm glad to be back with another beautiful Tuesday uh, afternoon that we have today. And and uh, first want to say Hey to my brother, uh, Pastor Young over here uh, of Empowered Believers Christian Learning Center. Pastor Young, it's good to see you again after a couple weeks. Yeah, great to great to see you again, bro. We took a little hiatus. At least um, my hiatus was local. But uh, let me just officially welcome Pastor Kevin Swan back to America. He came back, and y'all, he's he's a special dark chocolate right now. You know, he used to be caramel, but now the brother's uh, extra dark chocolate. Amen. Extra dark, can't see anything but the white in my eyes and, <laughs> and my teeth. You know how it is. But we did have a wonderful time. Uh, we went on, went out and celebrated. Uh, actually, uh, First Lady Swan and our birthdays are five days apart. So uh, we went to celebrate, went on a cruise, had a good time. And uh, certainly it's good to be back. Also want to take opportunity to thank Miss Ashley Kelly from the Daily Press uh, who wrote a, a very nice article on our church uh, this past Sunday about the growth of our congregation. And so, uh, Miss Kelly, if you're listening, thank you so much for doing that for us. That was a tremendous blessing. If you had had a chance to look at the article, it's in Sunday's paper. Uh, you can go online to thedailypress.com and check it out also. And it talks about uh, what God is doing at Ivy Baptist Church. And we certainly thank God for that as well. But as always, on Tuesdays, we have a guest with us. And this guest is no stranger to our show. And so uh, we want to say uh, hello to our good friend, Jerry Good, who is a certified fitness trainer, still the store manager of GNC out in uh, Military Circle Shopping Center, and now has opened his own studio, Body by JG, in Build America Drive. He's going to give us more information about that. And so, Jerry, we say, first of all, a very pleasant good afternoon to you. Uh, once again, thank you, Pastor Swan. One of the things I always say is, when God says the meek shall inherit the earth, and with me, um, I want to go by what Jesus said. He came to serve, not to be served. And one of the biggest things about how God has blessed me, and he says, faith without works is dead. And so when I started this adventure, I knew in my heart, this is the things I want to do because I wanted to bless other people as well as being blessed. So the things at Body by JG Elite Fitness Center, which I'll go in more in detail, is not only designed for me, but for designed for individuals out there to be a blessing too. Yeah, and so it has finally come to fruition. I know all of the years of praying and, and planning and all those good things, and now you are ready. And so uh, you're going to be opening up next week. And so let us know when you're opening up. Let us know where your location is. And I believe that today you're offering some specials that you want to uh, tell the listening audience about for those who want to be a part of your of your organization. Well, the Body by GG Elite Fitness Center is located um, right over there behind the Coliseum Mall, the new Coliseum area, is um, 2503 Build America Drive. And what it does is 
it's a big little it's a big, big difference from a gym in our personal training facility. One of the things I'm offer is a six week program, which I go more in detail. But the goal is success. It's almost like going to college. You know, if you have a college where you're going and there's 300 students to that one professor, the um the actual Learning ratio, going to that professor, getting the extra care is hard to do. So, therefore, you know, you're on your own. But with us at Elite Fitness Center, we want to downsize it where we have specialized personal training facilities. So, it's by appointment. Um, things we do offer, it's going to offer, I'll be teaching myself as cardio boxing. Um, I do personal training individually as well as three people at a time. I do body fat analysis. We're going to have massage therapy. Um, we're going to have a lot of different things there. And one of the biggest things I push myself every day as the president and CEO of the company is to lead by example. You know, if the master copy is, master copy is not on point, then the company is not going to be successful. So it's my job to be successful and also make you successful there as far as when you want to join the Elite Fitness Center. We are certainly excited about that and, and look forward to it. I know I'm going to be over there. I can speak for my wife as well. We'll be over there to support you and, and see uh, what God has in store. And, and certainly we are encouraging others to also come out and support Jerry in this effort. And so, uh, Jerry, you said that you're mentioning you're offering a special for those who are listening today. And you, As always, also you do the goodie bags. But let's talk about the special for your fitness center. What are you providing today as a special for those who are listening? Right now, today, um, within the next week, offering a six-week special program. That consists of two personal training sessions, also a session of cardio boxing, as well as when you first get there, we're going to do actual body fat analysis. We're going to take pictures before and after the three weeks program, and there's a six-week time period where you can see the advancement. We want to have six-week programs so when you come in there, you have already a mindset, okay, I can be successful. Now, that's a big savings because normally each training session is a $140 an hour, so that's really $100 a week, and I'm knocking it down to $50 a week. And what you can do is if you join within that time period, a week before you get started, then you'll only be $150. Then the next two weeks you pay $150. If you want to pay all at one time, it's $280 at one time shot. So what happens is within that six-week time period, it's only coming out of your pocket, $50, an actual weekly session, but you're getting that big program. And my job is to make sure if you show up, and that's going to indicate also giving you the fact of having a class. I'm going to speak on nutritional classes. I'm going to speak on how to get your abs to a certain level. So all of that's going to be included in that package. And I encourage you because if you show up, I will make things happen for you so you can go to another level. All right, so once again, you've heard the special uh, half price uh, on the first offer. And again, that's not only for the exercise, but that's also personal nutrition. That's also helping with uh, abs and stomach, making sure that it's where it's supposed to be. So you're offering the complete package, and you do it at a half price. Is that correct? So once again, uh, for those who call into the show today and want to take advantage of that and say, you know, I just want um, to leave my information for Jerry because I want to be a part of his half price promotion, you can do that. You can call to the station at uh, 727-5711. And uh, certainly the phone lines open now. We have some people that would take down your name and number. Jerry will get back in touch with you to take advantage of that. Summer is almost coming to an end. We understand that. We're going into the fall. Fall means that the weather starts to turn, gets a little bit chilly. When it gets a little bit chilly, that means people like to stay inside a little bit more, which means that people tend to gain a little bit more weight. And so now's a good time. If you haven't done anything this summer, now's a good time to start the process of working out. Again, half-price special Jerry is offering just for the listening audience today during the, the time of the radio show. And again, you can call down to the station, 727-5711, and tell us uh, your name, uh, phone number, email address, and uh, we will definitely get you in t- contact with Jerry and then he will also uh, tell you about how to get a, be a part of his Body by JG Elite Fitness Program. Now, Jerry, you also brought some goodies with you, as always. Uh, tell us what you brought today. Uh, what do you have available? Well, today I brought um, the Cyberry. The Cyberry is a powerful antioxidant. What it does is um, it actually rejuvenates your cells. It actually gives you energy. And also, like I said, our body is designed to heal itself. So it gives your body a chance to heal itself. It comes from the rainforest. So there's so many healing properties in that Cyberry. Also, I have the um, protein, weight protein. And the protein, like I said, is, is designed to help build lean ma- muscle mass. Also, protein helps with the amino acids. That helps with a strong immune system. Also, I have an excellent pro product called OxyPro Elite. OxyPro Elite is the best thermogenics on the market. When I say thermogenic, it heats up your body so you can burn calories at a quicker pace. 
but also it's a big step further. People who concentrate on target areas like the abs, what it does is it actually burns that body fat with an abdominal area and problem areas, and you only have to take one twice a day. So you don't have to load yourself with a lot of caffeine. Oxypro Elite is an excellent product we offer at GNC. I'm um, also having there, um, as they usually have cereal with 25 grams of protein. A lot of times we eat cereal, it doesn't have a lot of protein, so that's an excellent product too. And also, I just completed my workout DVD. And today I'm offering it normally $15, but a special on that, it's going to be at $12. And um, for the first ones who want to reserve that, they can. Um, and so if, I don't, if I've almost ran out, so I can replace the orders. And once again, it's just a blessing to be on this show, Pastor Swan. You just don't know how much he means to me, how much he's been a blessing to my life because he didn't have to invite me up here. And so being humble and understand that and what Pastor Swan is doing with Ivy Baptist and what he's doing for us, God's kingdom is awesome. So I just want to say if, um, if you get started, what my goal is to be humble, be a servant to you, also to get you to another level. Because now, once you have the individual support on a daily basis and hold accountability as well as I hold accountability to you, you can be successful in a, in a six-week program we offer. All right, man. And we're, we're proud of you, Jerry. We, you know, as people may not know the listening audience, Jerry and I go way back. I mean, way back. We, we played Little League basketball together, uh, seven, eight years old, and we've been friends ever since. And I'm just grateful. Very proud to see your accomplishments and what you're doing. But here's how we want to do it, okay? So he's offering two specials today, okay? So for those who want to take advantage of the half-price special of his new uh, facility, then you can call to the radio station, 727-5711. For those who want to be the first 10 people to receive the goodie bag that he's offering, do not call the station. First 10 people that email us at TPS. TPS, the letters TPS at Kevin Swan, K-E-V-I-N-S-W-A-N-N dot O-R-G. First 10 people that email us will receive the goodie bags. For those who call today between the hours of the radio show, you will receive the special half price offer for his facility. So once again, if you want to be uh, want to receive the goodie bag that has all of the antioxidants, nutritional supplements, all of those things, do not call the station the first 10 people to email us, tps at kevinswan.org, you will receive the goodie bag. Jerry will get in contact with you for more information. So once again, two specials that we're offering today. We know sometimes people get confused. That's why we're saying it again. If you want the goodie bag, do not call the station. If you want to have the special for his facility, then you do call the station, 727-5711. If you want the goodie bag, tps at Swan. Dot org. Jerry, we're almost out of time. Is there anything else you want to offer to us before you leave? Maybe you can give a contact number or something, how people can get in, in touch with you uh, to take part of your facility. Um, one of the things I want to do real quick is that the individuals who are working with me now, uh, my dad, which is the vice president of operation develop, and I have an excellent executive of marketing and CFO. She's also our designer. So when you go in the facility, it's not just a plain Jane. It's got colors in it. Everything is strategically done by the business plan we have. I mean, we have a when you walk in, you're going to actually have a lounge area. Also, when you walk in, you have a receptionist. You have to actually go through another door once you buy an appointment. And we have an office on the right. So once you go in there, I think you're going to have a kind of wild feeling, hey, these people are serious about what they're doing. And I want to give them much credit for what they've done. They've been a blessing. And going through this experience, it's been ups and downs. But at the same time, God shows us that, hey, you can't do it by yourself. And the things that have been going on while this thing has been developed lets you know, hey, God, his hand has been in this thing, <clears throat> and he's done things more than I can exceedingly abundance what he can offer. So right now my number is 412-9331. If you call that number, you have any questions or information, and also we're looking for a massage therapist, certified massage therapist, and you can call me at number 412-9331. So once again, um, these are things we have to offer. Um, I'm glad I had a chance to be on a radio station today to give you the information. And Monday we'll be open from 8 a.m. to 9 p.m. So you can come in and we're giving free consultations when you call as well. So you can come in. I can sit down with you, give you evaluation, set some goals for you. And then we can go from there. What kind of plans you want to be on? Very good. That's Jerry Good. So once again, um, for those who are certified, let me say that again. You're certified massage therapist. You don't do this on the side for Pookie and Ray Ray. You do it legitimately. If you're looking for a place of employment, you can call Jerry, 412-9331. He is looking for a certified massage therapist. And once again, first 10 people to email us, 
will receive the goodie bags that he's offering. The email address again, TPS, which stands for the Pastor Study, TPS at KevinSwan.org. And also the special for the entire radio show today, half price off of his facility. That includes a six-week program, not only weight training, but nutrition. Everything you need is included in this offer, half price for that today. You can call the radio station and leave your information, 727-5711. We're going to take a short break here. Pastor Young is in studio with us. When we come back on the other side of the break, we have, once again, a great discussion that we have planned today. Hope you're enjoying the show so far. This is the essence of H of HU 88.1 WHOV. Listen, Eden is kingdom, and Eden mindset is a kingdom mindset. Let me hear ya. Where my Eden citizens at? Where my Eden citizens at? Where you at? Let me see you do your hands like this. Let me hear you, let me hear you. Put your hands together like this. Come on. Here we go. And welcome back to the Pastor's Study here on the Essence of HU 88.1 WHOV. If you're just tuning in, you miss Jerry Good. He always comes on every couple of weeks, and when he comes on, he always blesses us with lots of good information. And today... He's offering two specials. Uh, he's opening up his own studio, Body by JG Elite Fitness Center, on Build America Drive in Hampton, right behind the Peninsula Town Center. And so for those who are tuning in and listening and want to be a part of that, he's offering a six-week special, half price off of his six-week special that includes personal fitness, in addition to um, all of the meals, helping you with nutrition and healthy living and helping you with your abs, everything you need to make sure that you're in shape over the course of the next six weeks, he's doing half price on that. So if you call in before the show is over, that special will apply to you, 727-5711. Also, the goodie bags are still available. He has a lot of good things in the goodie bags, protein supplements, antioxidants, formula, all of those things that can help you and help your body to be more healthy. We're doing that by email. First 10 people to email will receive the goodie bags, and the email address is TPS, TPS at Kevin Swan, K-E-V-I-N-S-W-A-N-N dot org, TPS at Kevin Swan dot org. So once again, first 10 people to email will receive the goodie bag compliments of Jerry Good. We have Pastor Young back in studio with us, and we have a great show today. Not sure, Pastor Young, if we're going to get a lot of phone calls. We might. Um... But this show uh, really is something that we need to talk about because there is a new study that came out. There's a man named Paul Vitello who writes for the New York Times. And on the 1st of August, he wrote an article in the New York Times. And I want to thank uh, Pastor Natalie Francisco of, of Calvary Community Church for sharing this article with me. But basically the article and it's entitled Taking a Break from the Lord's Work. And the article says that the findings have surfaced with ominous regularity over the last few years and with little notice. Members of the clergy, those who are in ministry, now suffer from obesity, hypertension, and depression at rates higher, let me say again, higher than most Americans. In the last decade, Clergy's use of antidepressants has risen while their life expectancy has fallen. And in the survey, it says that many clergy members have indicated that if they had the opportunity to change jobs, they would gladly do so. <laughs> what is going on, Pastor Young? It now says that, uh, and, and people are not noticing Lots of pastors, lots of clergy members are having a lot more health issues, a lot more health challenges, a lot more stresses that are taking place as a result of working in ministry, and the rates are skyrocketing. So when you first saw this article and read that, uh, what, what was the first thing that came to your mind? 
I, I didn't know where to start, Pastor Swan. I, my mind went in a bunch of different directions. And, you know, I thought about how the article describes a lot of uh, pastors that, that uh, suffer from obesity and that kind of thing. And I look at you and I and, and Pastor Ray, you know, we, we are, uh, at first glance, I guess we can be uh, um, described as fit uh, young brothers. Um, and I don't know what y'all's excuse is. I'm just allergic to food that don't taste good. See, because a lot of people try to pre, they, they try to feed the preacher, they do. Yeah. you know, and, 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 uh, you know, let me just say to anyone that loves Pastor Young, if you want to feed me, take me to a restaurant <laughs> because, be, yeah, yeah, because, because I, I, I don't eat, um, food that doesn't taste good well. And I know that, that sometimes people think they can cook Pastor Swan. And and they they have a different measuring stick than we do. Okay, so so that that that's one thing that came to mind. But on the other hand, <laughs> the one thing that I have noticed is that, that that a lot of times we as preachers we need an outlet. We need uh, a way to release uh, the pressures that we face. And you know, uh, many of us we tend to work out. But let's face it, some people uh, handle stress and all those kinds of things by eating and stuff like that. You know, but uh, if, you absolutely need to have an outlet where you can release all of the the pressures not just our own families but the pressures of other people's families that you are called to uh, support it's it's definitely interesting uh now i can understand the obesity because again like you said you know you got mama grandma member of the church that you know want and it happens you know they they bring cakes they bring pies they bring all kinds of things and it used to be that um, the way in which you took care of the pastor, you might not have had money, but the way in which you took care of the pastor was that you made sure that the pastor was well fed. And so I can understand the obesity part of it, but the challenge that it says here in the article, and again, this article is by the New York Times, Paul Vitello, August 1st. He says that not only do members of clergy now suffer more from obesity, but they also suffer more from hypertension and depression at rates that are higher than most Americans. And it goes on to say um, that public health experts who have led this study indicate that there's no simple explanation of why so many members of clergy who were once associated with longevity have now become so unhealthy and so unhappy. And so I guess the question now is, Pastor Young, is, you know, I think, do, 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 as as members of clergy, you know, what what was once considered to be a profession that you could go in and, and you could take a congregation and you could spend your entire life dedicated to serving God and, and serving the needs of that congregation. It appears, at least from this article, that many people in clergy may not have that same view anymore, uh, that now it's becoming too much of a health risk, too many challenges to deal with. Uh, and so not in your own perspective, but do you think by and large that that this article is true, that many pastors do feel that way, feel burned out, stressed out, you know, always on edge, always on guard about a lot of things that impacts their ability to minister effectively? I do, uh, Pastor Swan. One thing that I have uh, done um, with many of my uh, friends that are pastors uh, that I that I interact with on a regular basis I preached a message one time at a pastor's anniversary that, that, that really changed my entire perspective on ministry. And I pray that all pastors and congregation would just receive at least a portion of this. I preached a message called When Helping You Is Hurting Me. And it was out of Mark 1. And we were talking about when Jesus went to Simon Peter's mother-in-law's house. And, and, and the whole city was gathered at the door. And the Bible says a great while before day, he disappeared. Then the disciples came and found him and said, hey, look, we got to go back. There's some more people there that still need help. And Jesus didn't say, all right, let's go back. He said, let's go over to the uh, next town uh, because this is what I'm called to do. In other words, we have to understand as clergy and then congregation have to understand that we're not called to reach everybody. And I know that sounds uh, on the surface like, what? What do you mean? That, that means that you have a particular lane and that you can't be um, the, the ministry that shapes shifts to everyone that walks in your door. And, and so sometimes what we do is we lose sight of our vision because somebody else that comes in thinks that, hey, this is a good idea. That's a good idea. But it, that may not necessarily be what you're called to do. 
um, my pastor in Japan uh, when I was overseas, uh, I'm never forgetting a new members orientation. There's a group of us there, and, and one of the people in the new members orientation said, hey, why don't we, we're in Japan, why aren't we reaching out to these Japanese people? And he said, oh, that's easy, I don't speak Japanese. You know, and it transformed the way I look at it. He said, look, I'm here to reach the soldiers. I speak English. If God wanted me to reach them, then he would teach me uh, Japanese or give me a heart to go learn it. <laughs> yeah. and, and do you think that that's a challenge that sometimes maybe we don't always know or stay in our defined lane? And, and one of the things that the article, which I really want to talk about today in the time that we have, is that the article says that one of the main reasons why pastors and clergy are now so unhealthy and so unhappy in ministry is because there is a touchy subject amongst congregations, and that is the need for pastors and clergy to take more time off. And it says here that um, in the study, they had one pastor in the study group who had not taken a vacation for 18 years. And so uh, it says that these pastors have a tendency to be driven by a sense of duty to God. And to answer every call and to be help for everybody that calls and to be accessible for 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And as a result, people are burning out and, and people are tired and, and they're just going through all kinds of things. And so, Pastor, I guess the question becomes, have we now gotten to the place where clergy and membership need to really reassess the time off, the, the breaks that pastors need to spend in order for pastors to stay healthy, to be sharp, to be mentally focused? You, you know, I, I believe one of the things that we have to uh, look at ourselves as pastors and then the congregation looks at us as pastors as we are not pastors first. We're, the things that we do, not just because we're pastors, we do a lot of these things because we're Christians. And we ought to be a good example of what a Christian is supposed to be like. And in Acts 1 and 8, it talks about after the Holy Ghost has come upon you, shall receive power. But it, it, it says Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, then the uttermost parts of the earth. And my point is that Jerusalem ministry is very important. Jerusalem is home. And I believe that a pastor or any other Christian is out of order if we abandon our priority, which is our family, because our family, uh, if our family isn't intact, if we're not ministering at home, uh, and then, then we're not as effective in Judea, Samaria, and the uttermost parts of the earth. Absolutely. And, I, and we want to open up the phone lines here and, and really have this discussion. Uh, are we doing a disservice in the church by expecting the pastor to be in the pulpit 52 weeks out of the year and to do every Bible study and to do every dedication and to do every funeral and to do every wedding is because now the statistics are saying that that's really leading to pastors being unhealthy. And when that, there's a, a mental fatigue and there's a physical fatigue from ministry, the ministry will definitely suffer for it. We want to open up the phone line, 727-5711. I believe we have Carolyn in Norfolk. Carolyn, are you there? Yes. Welcome to the pastor study. Thank you. Is there a comment you want to make? Uh, yes, and I pretty much think that you all are, are hitting it on the nose in terms of the uh, the pastors and why there's such uh, unhealthiness, whether it's physical health or psychologically. But I think it really does stem along the lines of psychological. It, it all starts psychologically, then your, your physical health is affected. If the pastors are not committing themselves to saying, look, I have... Um, uh, uh, leadership within my, my organization that can handle this type of discipleship or this type of situation. Uh, it, it, it lies upon that, that pastor, that, that leader. It's his responsibility to take care of his own health. It's his responsibility to delegate accordingly. That's what Jesus did in the Bible. That's why he had the disciples. Um, granted, Jesus is Jesus. He, he did all, he does all. But the disciples were there to do their part, and that's what the uh, the pastor should look look upon um, with with the leaders uh, and um, the clergy that he has within his organization, his church. It's, it's a shame that those that that report reflects such a, a sad connotation of a religious and a a, a figurehead that is supposed to be looked upon. And, and they're suffering. They don't. They're psychologically suffering. That's what it all stems from, in, in my opinion. Until you get your psyche in check, your health is going to fall into into um, into uh, you know 
places that you don't want it to go as well. You, you, you gentlemen there speak on, on health, you speak on financial health, you speak on family. All of that correlates to the psyche. So until that, that pastor connects with his, his psychological self, that I do need a break. That's unheard of to be in a church for 18 years and you have not had a break. That's unheard of for, to have people around you who, 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 who have not said to you, Sir, out of respect, take a break. You need the time. You need to dedicate that time to your family. What have you done to your family? Right. Well, let, let alone the church. 18 years and you haven't committed yourself to your family. That's not a good uh, indication of how well you're taking care of your family, let alone yourself. So, you know, it's, it's pretty sad, but um, until these leaders recognize and understand, I need to take, uh, you know, responsibility and accountability of my own self then, um, you know, that report is going to continue to be uh, a staggering and, and unfortunate report. Okay. Thank you for the time. We appreciate the call. Well, thank you. And, and Pastor Young, let me let me be honest, uh, and I don't know if that previous caller uh, was a pastor now, but I think you can relate to this, that many pastors, myself included, you struggle with guilt. And, and, it, and the guilt works both ways. And, and I think I can be transparent. I think you can agree. When, when you're at home, sometimes you have these guilty feelings that you could be at church doing more. And then sometimes when you're at church longer than you should, you have these guilty feelings that you should be at home spending more time with your family. And and it seems that sometimes unless you can manage that, no matter where you are, you find yourself in places where you find yourself thinking, OK, I could be somewhere else doing something else. I don't know if you've ever had that kind of feeling, but I do think that a lot of times the reason why pastors don't necessarily take breaks is because they feel that sense of duty, as the article is saying that, you know, my calling, this is this is. But is that health? Is that effective in, in what we're trying to do? I, I agree with you, Pastor Swan. There, there's, you know, a transparent moment that we can have. Me and Pastor Swan are here being naked and unashamed because we're on the radio and we can get naked on the radio. Um, uh, that's metaphorically naked um, peoples. But anyway, uh, there's three things that I've seen. One is uh, I can relate to being a bivocational pastor because we, we um, uh, had the task of, of founding our ministry. And, and, and for the first uh, uh, three and a half years of our ministry, I had a full time job and uh, uh, what uh, would be uh, arguably a rapidly growing congregation. Um, and so, you know, not only did you have the pastor thing, but you had the job thing and then you had the father thing. You had the husband thing. And uh, it was tough. It was stressful. Um, and, and then you know, when, when you graduate from being a bivocational pastor uh, to uh, uh, g- coming on full time, then the, the temptation is not to take time off because of money, uh, because you're not working anymore and, and, and the income has decreased. And then on the flip side, like you said, then there's the sense of duty that we have as pastors where there is a intensity in our hearts to be everything that that we feel God wants us to be and sometimes uh, the ministry isn't moving forward as fast as we want it to etc cetera, etc cetera. so uh, we even when we try to rest our mind is still so stressed out and thinking about church and and all the things we're supposed to be doing that we can't even relax if we go and you know to Tahiti somewhere I did last week, though. <laughs> I did relax. I'm telling you, and I, I tried my best not to think about the church and, and just get completely away from it, and I, and I feel rejuvenated for it. But I will say that there is still a struggle, and, and we understand that, yes, you and the caller you know, made sense that, yes, you are supposed to develop the associate ministers, to develop those that are around you, but yet at the same time, um, we, we know that the membership wants to hear the pastor. That, that's just how it is. And, and so it's no knock on associates. Um, and so you have that other issue to deal with as well. And, and so what's, what's the line between developing the associate and, and you fulfilling your obligation as the pastor and making sure that things run effectively? It, it, I can understand why many pastors. And then that's not to say the other issue is this doesn't even mention the amount of issues that a pastor may have to deal with in a particular congregation. You know, the, the struggles and the, and the fights and the battles and all those other things that can take things out of you, to take the life out of you in ministry if there's a, not a good fit between pastor and congregation. If the pastor has one vision but the congregation is not supportive of that, that can also lead to unhealthy stress. And one of the other things that the article mentioned is the fact that cell phones and social media outlets 
have now not helped clergy, but has now exposed clergy to a new dimension of stress. Because now the idea is if you got a cell phone, you can be more easily accessible any time of the day. <laughs> you know, and so now that adds to another level of stress that pastors in a previous generation did not have to deal with. And so, Pastor, what do you think about that? Yeah, you know, I, I agree. You know, a lot of times we, we tend to pastor by text and, you know, and, and email and all kinds of stuff. So, you know, even when you're off, you're, you're, you're more connected to uh, your congregation. Um, I, I'm curious to see, you know, I know everybody has a lot of different approaches, but, you know, for example, um, I have a, a great number of preachers. I have over 30 preachers at our church and, and there's 52 Sundays in a month. But you would think, wow, so you could rest. No, you, you can't, you know. Um, but um, one thing that we do is that um, I take off one Sunday a month. Uh, and, and, the, and our congregation has, uh, you know, embraced that, that idea, A, to, to be able to develop our, our other preachers and teachers, et cetera. But at the same time, they, they appreciate and respect um, uh, the idea of me getting rest as well. And I think that that's something that has to be taught to the congregation as well as the pastors. Uh, because like you said, Pastor Swan, I think there's so many pastors out there that uh, take on burdens that God didn't give them. You know, God didn't call us to uh, be uh, superhuman. Uh, God doesn't have a, a Michael Jordan uh, per se. You know, we've, we've got a, a lot of different roles, and I think we've got to um, uh, make sure that our congregation is taught uh, the importance of, of allowing your pastor to rejuvenate. If you're just tuning in, we're talking about an article that was written in the New York Times on the 1st of August by Paul Vitello, and the title of it is Taking a Break from the Lord's Work. And basically the article is saying that members of the clergy today in the recent studies now indicate that members of clergy now suffer from obesity, hypertension, and depression at rates higher than most Americans. And in the last decade, clergy's use of antidepressants has risen while their life expectancy has fallen and many clergy, if they had the opportunity, would change jobs if they could. And one of the main reasons why many pastors are feeling so unhealthy and unhappy is simply because they're not taking enough time off from their responsibilities. The article then goes on to say that in May of this year, the Clergy Health Initiative, which did a seven-year study at Duke University, which began in 2007, they did a survey of about 1,700 Methodist ministers in North Carolina and compared with their neighbors in the census tracts, these ministers reported a significantly higher rate of arthritis, diabetes, high blood pressure, and asthma. And obesity was 10% higher in this particular group. In addition, the survey said that the Evangelical Lutheran Church in America in their study found that 69% of their ministers reported being overweight, 64% having high blood pressure, and 13% taking antidepressants. We, we are not, pastors are not taking care of themselves, Pastor Young. And not only that, but you're right, we need to educate our congregation to say that it is okay that I take time off to, to take a break. And the article is recommending four weeks off Four consecutive weeks off. The pastor, you, I, you and I know four weeks, man. That's that's an eternity. It would seem like. C come on, they did. They <laughs> There's no way a pastor recommended that, you know, because you know one of the things that that you think about is that. You know, uh, there, there's a truth to that, that cliche when, when, the, uh, when the shepherds are away, the sheep will scatter, you know. And so sheep need a shepherd. There is, uh, the Bible says, though you have 10,000 uh, instructors, yet have you not many fathers. And so uh, it's all right to step back, you know, and don't get me wrong. I know some people can pull this off. I'm just saying that either, either I'm too ignorant to try that or I'm just scared. Yeah, I'm scared. I I'm not going to lie. Four weeks off. Uh, mm. Let's go to the caller. Caller, are you there? Yes, I am. Welcome back to both of you. Thank you so much. I um, I have to be honest. Well, first, first and foremost, let me just thank all of you that are called, and more specifically, those of you that answered the call. It is a hard, hard job, and some of you never stop doing it. 
I agree with the um, author of the article. You guys need to take time off. Please don't take four weeks. <laughs> don't do that. Don't do that. I, I beg you not to do that. The other thing I want to say um, is I think you all should delegate. Um, I don't think you guys clearly weren't made to do everything and to be all things to all people. I say that because mentoring is so important. Some people can't delegate because they don't have people in positions that have been properly mentored. I don't believe you can, can or should just start giving orders. Okay, Sue do this, Joe do that. I think mentoring is a real, real important piece of discipleship. And quite frankly, I think it's lacking a little bit. That's just an opinion. Okay. We appreciate that. Thank you for the time. And, and I would agree that in some cases, even in myself, uh, that mentoring could perhaps be lacking. And I think when, when you're in a place where a congregation is rapidly growing and you just need, you need help. You know, I, I was telling somebody the other day, I can, I can really appreciate why LeBron James left Cleveland. He left Cleveland because he understood he wanted to get to a place where he had help on his level. That, that he didn't have to feel like he had to do it by himself all the time. And so I can understand that. And, and yet you, you, you want to have people like that, that the church can embrace also so they can take some of the pressure off. But then on the flip side, pastors, that some pastors are insecure and don't mentor because they don't want somebody else. It, it's, it's, they don't want somebody else to have that kind of a relationship with the pastor because then the people might lean toward or gravitate toward that particular person. So there are a lot of things that people don't always think about that do happen within ministry. And, and these are some of the things that these are some of our realities. Absolutely. And, you know, one one perspective I have, uh, Pastor Swan, is that I talk about a lot uh, uh, about a, a qualified being qualified, but not authorized. And in other words, there's certain things as pastors we can delegate. We can delegate a position. We can give someone a title, but we can't delegate trust. We can't delegate confidence. There's certain things that they've got to earn. And so our, our issue quite frequently is, especially in by way of counseling, most people think that the, major, the, the, the most intense and time-consuming thing that a, a preacher does is prepare lessons and sermons and preach and teach. But that, to me, is the smaller part. You know, you got to be able to do that, yes, but, but pastoring is so much more to be able to connect with the hearts and the issues that people are dealing with when, they've, when you've ministered to them from the pulpit and you've opened up these wounds, now you got to help nurse them back to health. And that usually happens one counseling session at a time where, where y- you develop a trust and a relationship over time. And you can't just take the trust and confidence and love that you've earned and just say, okay, let me give that trust to you so that these people will follow you. So that's to me, the, the hard part about developing somebody is to teach them how to earn the hearts and trust of the people. And, and of course, not be insecure in the process. You hit it right on the head, and, and not only that, but teach them how to love, to, to serve with a pure heart. And, you know, the Bible says a faithful person who can find. And so that that is a tremendous struggle. And not only that, we haven't even talked about the other side of this, is that, you know, so much of this goes on in ministry that we can easily find ourselves so consumed in ministry that we neglect our family. And it used to be a generation ago, and I'm not, and I'm not blaming, but— the roles of, of marriage was a lot different, I would, I would say. I would argue that it was more that the, the pastor could, could devote while it was understood the wife would be at home, take care of the children, et cetera, and that was acceptable. Well, in this era, both, both spouses in most cases are working, which means that there's more greater responsibility, as it should, because before we are pastors, we are husbands and, and we're fathers, and, and so I have learned that one of the things that the congregation needs to see beyond the preaching and the teaching is that they need to see an example of a good marriage. They need to see an example of a father being responsible to his children. They need to see that the church is not always at the top of the pastor's list, but that there are other things that are more important than the church, like a vacation. And so sometimes you need to take it simply to prove and to demonstrate to the congregation that, honestly, you all are not my life. 
that, that I have other things in my life that are greater and more important. And I need that part of my life to be able to effectively pastor. And to do that, it takes time away from the church. Absolutely. And I think, you know, a congregation that truly loves their pastor not only will allow that and support that, but they will encourage that, you know. And so, you know, props to those congregations out there, you know, like ours. I can only assume I'm speaking for Ivy, too. Yes. <laughs> but 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 uh, props to those congregations that that really, you know, encourage that, because, you know, that's one thing that I can say. I heard a lot of horror stories from um, my, my peers and counterparts in the gospel that are pastoring that. Uh, you know, Lord, I mean, if, if pastoring really was like that, I'd probably want to change careers too, you know, but praise God, we've got some supporting people that understand that you are supposed to take care of the shepherd that God has given you, uh, and, and, and help the shepherd and aid the shepherd in taking care of his family or her family. I know we've been doing a lot of talking. We're going to open up the phone lines and, and, and see how many calls we can get in the little time that we have left. I believe Miss Laura is calling in from Texas. Miss Laura, how are you? How are you all doing? It's so good to hear you all from, I'm listening all the way from Texas. I had to uh, turn on, uh, get plugged on to the internet and I listened to you all speak today. Well, good. I'm glad you've been tuned in. And and let me say, Miss Laura, don't tell anybody, but you do a lot better job than Moose is doing. (laughs) (laughs) Don't tell anybody. It's just us on the radio. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, we'll keep that under wraps. But I wanted to also say hi to all my pastors and their first ladies, as well as their churches, and to thank them for giving me a blessing and my family a blessing for me to come here and get a re- and get a boost of home, which is why I also wanted to comment on what you all were talking about today. Well, absolutely. You're welcome, and we're glad you're spending time at home. Make sure you get not one but several good home-cooked meals because that's, that's what makes home special. And Hurry up and get back soon. We, we look forward to talking with you. We do have a lot of calls, Laura, so we're going to try to get those in if we can. And um, we need to get your schedule so we can let the listening audience know when you when your season starts, when you're going to be playing, so we can have the uh, Pastor Study Radio Show to come out and support you in your games, okay? Yes, sir. Okay. No all right. Yes, sir. Thank you for calling okay. in. Good talking to you, all right? Love you, love you both. Love you, too. You take care. That was Miss Laura. And she's down at home. I know I know she's having a good time down in Texas, man. Go Cowboys. She's in Dallas, by the way. Dallas, Texas. You know, the one who just beat Ocho Cinco and Ocho Uno. But I don't want to get off track. Please don't get off track. If you if you count in preseason games, you you, 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 you need to take some time off. <laughs> you, you, you need to take some time off, man. <laughs> preseason. But once again, we want to try to get as many calls as we can. What, what do you think? Can can pastors can we take four weeks off? <laughs> not not can we should we? It, it, maybe that's a better question. Should we take four weeks off, uh, or, or is that just an impossibility? I don't know. We're trying to get as many calls as we can. I believe the next caller here is Stephen. Stephen from Norfolk. Stephen, are you there? I'm here. Go ahead and quickly state your comment, please. Okay. Well, I got just got a question. Why would you be scared to take off? I heard you say you would be afraid to do it. My question is why? Why would I be afraid? Yes. I don't know. If, I don't know if it, is that is that your question? Can I? Yes. All right. Thank you for the call. I appreciate it. Maybe afraid is not the right word, but I think all pastors have a reluctance. Let me say that to to take extended breaks. I, maybe not. Maybe not all pastors are there. Maybe maybe uh, only a percentage of those have that. But Pastor Young, do you have that same reluctance to do that? Uh, I wouldn't even call it reluctance. I'll, I'll, I'll speak right to the caller. I'm scared, okay? So you, caller, please pray for me. I'm Pastor John A. Young. And when you get down on your knees, pray for me because I'm scared. I know God hasn't given me the spirit of fear, but of love, power, and a sound mind, and all of that stuff that's in the Bible. But you know what? I still got issues, bro. And this is why I'm scared, okay? Let me tell you why I'm scared. Because um, uh, the analogy that God gives with sheep and shepherds is that um, uh, sheep need a shepherd because they will they will walk right off of a cliff without their shepherd, you know? And, and metaphorically, uh, we have a, a, a paternal nature 
for our churches. Um, um, it's almost like, would you leave your kids for, for four weeks? Um, I don't care if they're 17 years old uh, uh, or 16 years old. They probably throw some parties or whatever. Look what happened when Moses just went up to the mountain. They was like, oh, Lord, we need a, a golden calf to worship this, that, or the other. And, and, you know, I know that it doesn't necessarily need to get that out extreme, but my point is, is that there is biblical precedent that folk will get out of control uh, without their shepherd. And so my point is, is that, you know, uh, my heart is is to make sure that I do my part uh, to do what God has called me to do within reason. I don't believe that we should never take time off. But four weeks for me, just a little much. Yeah, let the church say amen. <laughs> Frida from Chesapeake. Frida, are you there? I am. How are you all doing today? Doing well. Doing well. Thank you for calling in. Um, well, I think that all pastors and ministers should be able to feel, take some time off to get refreshed. I don't mind my pastor taking time off because, one, I enjoy hearing the other ministers in my church. So I don't, I, I think when we say and we put a restriction on a person that we're being selfish, that it, that might be a selfish aspect where we don't want them to take off because I want to hear him or her preach. And that's kind of selfish where we all need refreshing. And sometimes just to take a break and, and take a step back and get refreshed and re-energized and even some learning or just as a person, every person should have that ability. Now, not all of us have the ability to take four weeks off um, just because of our job, but I think it's a very good idea to nope. take some time off and maybe break it up, break the four weeks up. Okay. Thank you for the call. We appreciate the time. And Pastor Young, I would tell you, you know, this past year, I share with my congregation, you know, this dissertation, writing it, finishing up school. This, if, if, I, if I had to do it all over again, and maybe if I was in another place of ministry, I think I would have elected to take time off, significant time off, and just concentrate on the work. But I didn't. I, I, I wrote. I preached. I did everything. And I would tell you, it, it wore me out. And so maybe in hindsight, perhaps you would, do things a little differently, but that's the duty that you feel sometimes. That, that's, that's the responsibility. That's, that's the position of the pastor, and, and maybe other folks can't understand that, but that's why we do what we do. That's why we're called to do what we do, even in difficult moments. So it, it is what it is, right? Absolutely. I think we, we have to pray about finding that balance, you know, where, where um, Paul was asking for the thorn to be moved from his flesh and then God responded, my grace is sufficient for thee. So I believe that the things that God has called us to do, that his grace is sufficient, even though those those challenges are enormous at times. But I think we as pastors and, and leaders in the body of Christ have to understand that that there's also moments when we can take it to an extreme and we have to make sure that we pray about that balance. So if you're a member of a congregation and you have happened to notice that your pastor has not taken a vacation this year, go up to your pastor on Sunday or Wednesday, whether the next time you see them, and please, please strongly encourage them to take some time off. Because the reality is longevity-wise, if they don't take time off now, they're going to take it off at the end. <laughs> you're going to take it one way or the other. And so pastors do need that. They're just a myriad of issues that pastors have to deal with today that perhaps we're not having to be dealt with a generation ago. And it just takes a lot of effort, energy, prayer, mental focus, whatever else it might be, just to stay engaged week after week, Wednesday to Sunday to Wednesday to Sunday and everything else that happens in between. So please, please encourage your pastor to take time off. Once again, uh, we thank Jerry Good for being on the show today. Pastor Young, maybe we'll get Ray in to chime in on this topic when he comes in next time. But uh, on behalf of Pastor Ray Johnson in his absence, Pastor John Young, this is Pastor Kevin Swan. Thank you again to Jay Lang, station manager, for redoing our, our opening for the show. You sounded real good. We appreciate that. And so once again, be blessed and be a blessing to someone else. This is the Essence of HU 88.1 WHOV.